the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans is your the good and sizzling sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast, and you are muy caliente right now, my friend. Uh, turning free plays into eight-leg parlay caches. Uh, that actually happened to you last night in the Field of Dreams game, and what a night in Iowa. What a fun game. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Kevin Costner walking out of the corn, uh, and then the music blaring over the loudspeaker and, you know, him selling it, obviously, taking a sweet old time, you know, walking around, pausing dramatically, all that stuff. I got a little teary-eyed, man. It's the problem with, you know, you start hearkening back to that uh, scene in Field of Dreams, and there's multiple scenes in Field of Dreams. Hey, you want to have a catch? Obviously, everybody referenced that. That one opens up the waterworks. And I always get really sappy uh, when Moonlight Graham has got to cross over because a stupid kid didn't eat her hot dog, didn't chew it up. And he's got a rescuer, and his dream is poof, gone. And Burt Lancaster, of course, in that legendary role. But the game couldn't have been any more exciting. Uh, I mean, I thought it was cinematic. Uh, the whole field, the layout, everybody in costume really selling it. Uh, it had a full grandstand of fans, and the action was unreal. I mean, you couldn't script a more Hollywood ending to that game as that ninth inning was completely bananas off the rails and Tim Anderson channeling the ghost of shoeless Joe Jackson with a walk-off home run to cash tickets and if you listen to the uh, the podcast yesterday Lundy that's all we did was cash tickets in Major League Baseball we hit the over of the White Sox uh, runs total on four and a half uh, we hit the over on Logan Webb four and a half strikeouts we hit the odds boosted Pittsburgh and New England to win parlay that was out there at DraftKings Sportsbook along with the uh, New England on the straight cover at plus two what a night man what a night for you what a night for us what a night for the pod what a night for Major League Baseball I just love the fact that Tim Anderson admitted that he'd never watched the movie <laughs> and so it's like Tim Anderson had said, I think it was I think it was maybe within the last week or so he had said he'd never seen the movie. And then he winds up with that sort of Hollywood walk off. Uh, un- and unreal. yes, I had chills when Kevin Costner came walking out. But one of the coolest things I know this is so dumb. One of the coolest things I loved about the game last night was the fact that the home run balls just disappeared the in the corn. corn. Yeah. I loved it. It was exactly like the players disappearing into the corn. It's like yeah. the ball was just, okay, see ya. Like, you know, it's, somebody's going to be out there trying to dig around in that corn maze to find that home run ball. Uh, but that was absolutely could not have been scripted better. It was exciting. I, I love the fact that MLB only had, what, 7,900 people. Like, they didn't try to overdo this. They tried to make it something cool, and it lived up to it absolutely. Like, I feel bad for anybody that's going to play on that field ever again because it's going to be hard to live up to last night. Yeah, that's going to be an annual event uh, going forward. It has to be because uh, it, it was phenomenal, and I'm sure the ratings were through the roof. I know the handles at BetMGM, though, were through the roof more so for the NFL preseason then the Field of Dreams game, uh, and if you watch a preseason last night, Mac Jones delivered it all 
fronts. And you might say, well, Brad, he only had a 4.6 YPA. I get that, but he was accurate. He was on time. He should have been better than 13 and 19 because uh, one of the catches that Jacoby Myers had was clearly a catch, did not get reviewed, and they called it incomplete on the field. And the other one, Mac Jones had a dime that he tossed up the left sideline and went off the receiver's fingertips. It was a perfectly placed ball, should have been for six, but he finished tonight 13 and 19 for 87 yards. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, not really a slouch in his own right, 47 for 40. Eight yards, but Matt Jones was making tosses that Cam Newton certainly could not make, at least what we saw last year. And right now, Jones plus 250 to be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots against Miami. I still think it's a bit of a stretch that he will win this gig out of training camp and the preseason. But if he continues on this path, Lundy, it's not out of within the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, I still think that, you know, we've talked about sort of the cat and mouse game taking place with Trey Lance, uh, you know, as I look at who could start week one. But, you know, at plus 250, I'm not going to go crazy in terms of the bet, but I still think it could wind up happening uh, between now and that first weekend in September. I mean, he did look good. And again, Cam didn't, you know, wasn't terrible. But, you know, Mac Jones is going to be the future for them. And, you know, it just is a matter of when Belichick is willing to uh, to put him in there and say, okay, the future is now. And it could be week one might be a little bit later. I mean, this is a bet where it's kind of like it's tempting because of the juice. But my my brain is like, man, I could see Belichick waiting a couple of weeks before he tosses him out there. Yeah, certainly a distinct possibility on that. Never trust the hoodie. And with that, oh, the future is now on this Freaky Friday. Let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's do something we rarely do here on the pod and do a couple of defensive season-long player props. And let's start off with one guy that we saw in action had a strip sack of Cam Newton last night. Chase Young, former top pick uh, in the NFL draft last season for this Washington Fighting Football team, entering a sophomore campaign. And Lundy, I tell you what, we know this guy's physical attributes are off the charts. Last season, he had six sacks in his rookie campaign in 15 games, 28 hurries, and six hits on the quarterback position. Uh, with Montez Sweat uh, as a big bookend opposite of him, he doesn't have to be completely relied upon on the pass rush, which means he's not going to see a ton of double teams. You get the New York Giants, you get the Philadelphia Eagles uh, four times combined. That's why I love, love, love the over eight and a half sacks for Young, the former Ohio State Buckeye, minus 110, available at DraftKings Sportsbook. And this is the subject of today's Twitter poll. Submit your vote right now at Noisy Huevos. Drop a comment in there. We will share your two cents at the end of today's pod. But Lundy Young, after the game, he was interviewed and he said this and kind of frighteningly so if you're an opposing quarterback on the Washington schedule this year he goes look man everything's in slow motion for me right now so the game is slowing down and again given his freakish abilities I think Chase Young is going to be the double figures easily in sacks heck I would even be willing to fire off an 18 to 1 ticket that he leads the NFL in quarterback takedowns this season so fade or follow Chase Young over eight and a half sacks, minus one ten at DraftKings. I'll follow you on both picks, as a matter of fact. Mm. I like the plus 1,800 odds for him to lead it for the season. I think that of the long shot guys that are listed that you can get at DraftKings right now, 
he's the one that I would feel the most confident that is sitting in that, you know, higher than 12 to one kind of range. Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, both there at the plus 750. So I, and I do think he's got a shot to be able to lead uh, the league in sacks. I think it's double digits. I think that the opposing quarterbacks are going to uh, be hearing footsteps, shall we say. And they may already be hearing footsteps, even if they don't play him until yeah. week three or four. Uh, people may already be realizing that Chase Young is coming for their head. So I like this one as a season long. And as you said, the the plus 1800, man, I think that's worth uh, firing off a ticket to see if he can lead the entire league. Ooh, it is so mouthwatering. Number four. All right, let's stick with another defensive player prop season long. And uh, let's talk about a guy in your neck of the woods, Justin Simmons. Uh, one of the best safeties in the NFL, of course, a member of the Denver Broncos. Over or under three and a half interceptions this season, juiced way to the over at minus 150, but not quite high enough for me to say I got to bypass this thing completely. I still think there's some value there, and I'm willing to squeeze that juice at DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm taking the over. Uh, Simmons has been over this uh, in his last two seasons. Four INTs a couple of years ago. Last year, five INTs. Last season, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the seventh best safety in pass coverage. And if you go back to 2019, only allowed a 43.6 passer rating to his assignments. He is one of the premier cover safeties in league. And I know there's a lot of flukiness uh, that goes on with interceptions, you know, with the tip game, uh, bouncing off a guy's shoulder pads. You got to be Johnny on the spot, right place, right time. But Simmons has that knack, a part of a secondary that some prognosticators believe is the strongest unit in the NFL. So fade or follow Justin Simmons over three and a half INTs minus 150 at DraftKings. <laughs> no, I tell you what, Brad, you and I on the radio show on Sirius XM, Fade the Noise, same name. Go catch it at 2 o'clock Eastern every day on the Fantasy Channel. Uh, you and I actually talked about Denver together on that radio show when I was filling in for Fun Buns, and I made the bold prediction that Justin Simmons will lead the league in interceptions. Yeah. Uh, that was my bold prediction when it came to the Broncos, and so I am absolutely hammering this three-and-a-half number. Simmons paired up with Kareem Jackson. I think it's the best safety duo in the NFL. They've got some really good corners, including the draft pick that the Broncos went with with Patrick Sertain, uh, who, by the way, his over-under on interceptions is only one and a half. Wow. So I'll hammer that one as well because he has looked really, really good in training camp so far for Denver. You're right. The secondary is very good. Yes, interceptions are fluky, but Simmons has a nose for the ball, man. He just knows where to be when it comes to locking down that secondary. And so I think three and a half, there's a reason it's juiced the way that it is. But to me, yes, it's juiced, but it's a number. I think this is an easy cash. Uh, and so I am absolutely hammering the living daylights out of the over on Justin Simmons picks. Make some pennies with Justin Simmons picks. Number three. All right, let's move on to the NFL preseason. Again, it's been good to us. Uh, I am undefeated, Lundy. Yes, I'm tuning my own horn, but so far unblemished in NFL preseason picks, which means hashtag fade the noise. The wheels are about to come off. It's probably going to start with this one. Let's go to Detroit uh, as the Lions are going to be rocking those Honolulu Blues as they host the Buffalo Bills, who will not have their $258 million man, Josh Allen, in uniform. 
Dan Campbell has said uh, his starter is going to play, quote, about a quarter, end quote. And uh, McDermott said some of his starters will play and some won't. And, of course, we know that Allen will not be on the field. Uh, I really like the Bills here, plus the one and a half at minus 110. And I pulled this one from FanDuel, and here's the reason why. Mitchell freaking Trubisky. There is one team that he dominated when he was a starter as a member of the Chicago Bears. And that team was, appropriately enough, Detroit. In his NFL career, he was 4-0 against the Lions with a 69.3 completion percentage, 124.4 passer rating, and a 12-1 touchdown-to-interception split. If only he could have played the Lions every single week, we'd be talking about Hall of Fame-level production from Mitch. And I understand that's a regular season uh, statistical line that I'm referencing, but I got nothing else to lean on. It's a preseason for crying out loud. And Trubisky may only play about a quarter, quarter and a half in this game. But with Matt Breida on roster, Jake Kumro, who has been a standout in training camp. Remember, he was a standout in Green Bay Packers training camp and was uh, really kind of the crux of the controversy around Aaron Rodgers and his split from management. Uh, But, of course, they have made that and mended it and sewn it back together. Uh, But still, I think Buffalo just has a deeper roster overall, and it's Detroit for crying out loud. So, again, unless Dan Campbell is literally biting people's kneecaps off on the field, uh, I don't see how the Lions are going to cover the one and a half. So give me the bills and the points. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one as well because, my goodness, it's Mitchell Trubisky for crying out loud. No, I, I think at this point you got to follow the trend of the fact that for whatever reason he's pretty good against the Lions, even if he doesn't play the whole time. Um, and, you know, biting kneecaps, that might be what it takes for Detroit to win yeah. anything uh, over the course of the preseason, the regular season, um, maybe a couple of games of Madden on the Xbox. I mean, they're going to need all the luck they can get uh, to win some games, especially in that division now that Aaron Rodgers is staying put so i like this pick i like buffalo uh with you know you're, you're gonna give me the point sure but i like buffalo straight up as well stick around for our top picks in the nfl preseason and will we continue to stay in fuego in the mlb go find out here in a moment plus bonus time Number two. All right, Lonnie, let's get to it. Uh, my top play in Major League Baseball, you're going to love this. Uh, it's a two-leg parlay. Uh, give me Ooh. Jesus Lazardo, the Miami Marlins, formerly the Oakland A's, over five and a half strikeouts against my dastardly Chicago Cubs. And I'm going to pair that with a San Francisco Giants win at home against the Pebbles from Colorado. And that is plus 153 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why Lazardo? I, I mean, he does have a 7.36 ERA, but he's been the bearer of bad luck uh, because his XFIP is XERA right around five. So that ERA number should get shaved down at some point. He has been over five and a half strikeouts and five of eight games started this year. And the Cubs have the highest strikeout rate of any team in Major League Baseball. Hell, uh, they just tied a Major League record for futility because Corbin Burns struck out 10 straight Cubs in the last time that they took the field. So I think Lazardo will be in that 6-8 to eight strikeout range there in the end. Meanwhile, for the Giants, uh, you know, I, I think Desclafani is going to get the job done uh, when he faced the Rockies earlier this season back in April, had a complete game shutout. And the Giants are 7-4 and four straight up against the Rockies this season and 38-17 and 17 in home tilts on the year. So, fade or follow, my two-leg parlay, Jesus Lazardo over five and a half strikeouts, pair with the Giants to win against the Rockies, plus 153 at DraftKings. 
Well, remember, you are fading your Cubs, and I can tell you folks as I sit here in Denver that fading the Rockies on the road is a very profitable uh, endeavor over the course of this season because they are a completely different team on the road than they have been at home. So love the San Francisco call uh, for them to be able to take it on the money line because, you know, as I said, the Rockies stink when they're on the road. doesn't matter where they're playing. Uh, at Lazardo, I think this one, I'm hoping that the hook comes into play for you because I've got a feeling he's going to sit right at a half dozen at six. Uh, so I'll follow you on this two-legger let's try to make some uh, bank here with baseball we had a good night last night can it continue i think you're on a roll my friend let's do it let's stay hot let the heater burn brightly number one all right let's go back to the nfl and let's talk about one of the other preseason games and my top play in that sport give me the under 38 and a half and the titans and falcons julio jones bowl down in Hotlanta. It looks as the first preseason game for both these teams. Uh, and yeah, it may be a Julio revenge game. But he's going to have to do with some kind of a mind bend, Lundy, because he's n- unlikely to play in this contest, uh, according to Mike Vrabel. Uh, and it also appears that Ryan Tannehill is not going to play. A.J. Brown's not going to play. And we know for sure that Derrick Henry isn't going to suit up because Darrington Evans has been named the starting running back in this contest. So you're going to get some Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley. Yes, Matt Barkley is still alive and kicking in the NFL in this game, representing the Titans. Meanwhile, for Atlanta... Uh, uh, it's unlikely they're going to be uh, trotting out their starters or anything more than maybe a series or two. I doubt we see Matt Ryan on the field, though Arthur Smith has been rather cagey and whether or not he is going to play any starter for a single snap. So probably a heavy dose of A.J. McCarron and Felipe Franks, one of the best uh, names in the NFL, the third stringer projected uh, for this Falcons team. So, I think it's going to be tough sledding here for both these squads to cross the chalk and put points on the board. I believe the under 38.5 ultimately prevails. Minus 114 available at Bet Rivers. Fade or follow. Follow, follow, follow. Preseason games rarely get up to 40 like the uh, score that we saw last night between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. The uh, preseason Second games preseason like this. preseason game for the Steelers. That's probably why. Yeah, exactly. Most of the scores wind up coming in under 40, uh, and that'll that's going to give you a little preview of where I'm going in bonus time here in a second. But uh, I like the under on this one. I agree with you. We're talking about names that, you know, they, they may go back to their day jobs here in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> right. You know, we're going to see a lot of guys guys that are trying to that are trying to make their dream happen but unfortunately they don't have enough roster spots for them so uh with all the stars sitting with Tannehill out all of that kind of stuff I just don't see how these two teams can rack up those kind of points so yeah I'm with you Brad this is an under on the 38 and a half five for five on the follow today my friend all right hopefully uh we'll continue to again pile up the uh, pennies and expand the bankroll because you and I have been, like I said, riding the <laughs> heater here this entire week on the podcast and also off of it as well. All right, let's get to it with bonus time here on this Friday. What else you got on your card? Uh, I've got a couple for you today. And then, ooh, how about a sneak preview for tomorrow? Uh, for yes. today, Cowboys Cardinals under 39 in their contest tonight. Yes, I know the Cowboys have already played a game. We were just talking about that with the Steelers. Uh, But this, again, I feel is too high. I don't like this total. I think that, again, the preseasons tend to tuck underneath. So give me the under on the total of 39 between Dallas and Arizona. Uh, 
I like to play around sometimes, Brad, with the no-run first innings, yes. and I think that's I think that's going to happen between the Dodgers and the Mets tonight, uh, between the pitching matchup. Uh, that's going on uh, the game taking place at City Field. I don't know a little bit of a TYG here, but I think that's going to be my no run first inning. I usually try to pick one game each night, and that's going to be my one for tonight. Then looking ahead to tomorrow, do you know that the Baltimore Ravens have not lost a preseason game in six years? Wow. They are on a 17 game winning streak in the oh, preseason. Yeah. <laughs> And Baltimore is a minus two against the Saints. And I'm going to roll with it because Baltimore is on a roll. I don't know what I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what Harbaugh's got going on. But for whatever reason, it's been working. So I'm going to ride Baltimore's heater and I'm going to take Baltimore minus two against the Saints on Saturday's slate. I love it. Uh, big fan of that one. I'm going to tell you all that Baltimore selection. Let's go back to Major League Baseball first. Give me Robbie Ray of uh, Toronto in Seattle. Over seven and a half strikeouts. Plus 105 available on DraftKings. Let's get seduced by that juice. A 2.98 road ERA for Ray this season. And in his prior start against Seattle this year, back on June 29th, he had 10 punch outs. He has been over seven and a half strikeouts in 11 to 22 games. And Seattle has the third highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball over the last month. One more baseball pick. Brandon Belt makes contact and drives in a run. Plus 175 to log an RBI at points bet. All this dude has done is blast the Colorado Rockies this season. A 1.191 OPS against the Rocks with 11 RBIs and 31 at-bats. Got Austin Gomber on the mound, who has struggled away from Coors Field, interestingly enough. A 5.40 road ERA and belt batting 343 against Southpaws this season. He said, hey, you want to look ahead? How about a two-leg money line parlay in the NFL preseason? Give me the Bears, my beloved Chicago Bears, going up against Miami. And I'm going to slap that together with your Denver Broncos. Why? We've got some quarterback battles going on, right? Maybe not so much in Chicago, but Matt Nagy has already come out and said that Fields could play into the fourth quarter, which means he's going to play at least a full quarter, if not two full quarters, in that matchup against the Dolphins. Uh, I think he is going to be spectacular. I believe the kid's going to put on a show, and I think the Bears are going to win this game straight up. And then Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are going to see a ton of action uh, because it's neck and neck in that quarterback battle right now in the Mile High City. And I think they're going to handle business in Minnesota. And as a result, if the Bears and the Broncos both win, plus 166, put that together at FanDuel Sportsbook. Poll results, poll results before we get out of here, Lundy. Again, over or under Chase Young, eight and a half sacks this season for the fighting footballs. Uh, We had 268 submissions. This is the most lopsided poll result we have ever had on the podcast 93.3% 93.3% say, naturally, over on Chase Young to crush that eight-and-a-half sack player prop to 6.7% say it's going to go the opposite way. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith of Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, we're off on Monday, by the way. Feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.